0: Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Chicken Noodle Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Campbell, and please enjoy... Austin Campbell and the date is February twenty seventh of two thousand and twenty-three. How is your Monday been? How has it been? Has it been everything you ever hoped a Monday could be? No. Well here I'll I'll rank you the days before we get rolling real quick. Okay, the weekdays because Saturday and Sunday, you know, Saturday one, Sunday two, right? But as far as weekdays go, Friday, okay, that's the best day because it's the end of the work week. All right. Then in number two, you got Thursday, right? We'll say Thursday. No, we'll go Friday, then... Mmm, I don't know, it's a toss-up between hump day and Thursday. Because hump day you could take literally. And who doesn't like a good old humping? You know? It's a weird word for it, though, right? Because camels have humps in their back. And then we hump each other. And that's how we... That's how we keep the human population going. Um. So but the worst day is tuesday i'll tell you that much because tuesday it's not the middle of the week you don't feel accomplished and i mean it's just it's just a fuck of a day right monday is not that bad because there ha- there always has to be a beginning to a work week all right so that being said enjoy your mondays and uh, you know don't don't worry about your tuesdays they're always going to suck alright, but maybe that's not the kind of energy we should be having, enjoy your Tuesdays as well, because Tuesdays we have open mic night down at Papa Mojo's in Cape Girardeau, and uh, we get up on stage and we um, we do good and we do bad down there, you guys should come check us out, start time's at 8pm, um, but anyways, how are you guys doing, it's been about a week, um, been about a week since I checked up on you guys. See how um see how everyone's going, you know. I'm n- I'm not sure if I'm I might try and put him out on Mondays, but I'm not sure what the schedule's gonna be yet. But I know that the people have been talking because every time I'm out and about, people could run up and ask me, Hey, why isn't the podcast out yet? And I have to tell them that I don't know. You know, get to it when I get to it. But, my fellow noodlers, that's what you guys are if you're listening to this podcast. You are a noodler because this is the Chicken Noodle Podcast, and I have a chicken noodle. And therefore, anyone listening to me whack around, my chicken noodle is a noodler. Alright, just thought I'd lay out another ground rule for you. Um we got our first email everybody. Well, I got my first email, but we're all in this together, right? Um we got our first email. Now, this person Chick Noodle Podcast email. I mean, this email came out of nowhere, right? But I know that means I have at least one listener. So, we'll read this email. Let's hear your opinion on dot 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 ooh, the anticipation. am I right? The flat earthers of the world, okay, Number two, if the moon landing is fake. And number three, where you see America in the next twenty years could break up into different podcasts if wanted, with a smiley face. Sincerely. I don't name names, so you guys are just going to have to keep guessing. All right. Um so, we'll get to the email in a little bit. I don't know why I brought it up just now, but I have something a little more important I want to I want to share with you guys right now. And that is I want us all to do this together, all right? I want us to all count to 10. And not in your head with your hands, okay, I want us to all count to ten with like you know starting with your both your fists closed, and then you know by opening whatever fingers you want, go from one to ten until both of your hands are open with five fingers up, all right, so I will do it with you guys, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, okay. Now, the question is, is when you go from five to six, do you hold out your thumb or do you hold out your pointer finger? Right? So, that, because holding out the thumb does not feel natural to me, but I know some people do that. Right? But, also... If I... Hold on one second. Okay. I'm back. Sorry about that. Fatherly duties. Um. So yeah, so when you go from 5 to 6, how exactly do you do that? Do you do it with a pointer finger or your thumb? Because I I think the correct way to do it is with your pointer finger. Then middle, then ring then pinky, then your thumb for 10. But I know some people go do the thumb. But my response to you people that do the thumb, okay, is when you get to 7, now you're holding up your thumb and your pointer finger. And so if I said, hey, there's a basket over there, can you count out loud how many apples are in that basket? And if there are seven apples in the basket, and you hold up five, your five fingers, and then your index finger, and your thumb, you're a jackass. I mean, if you just look in the mirror, right, and you're like, oh, seven, I mean, you just look like a jackass, right? Or, if you start out with your thumb, one Being your thumb to your pointer finger. And I say, how many oranges are in that basket? And there's two oranges. And you go, thumb, pointer. And you're like, oh, there's two in there. I'm like, that looks like an L. That doesn't look like a two. So you're just kind of honestly a jackass. And you need to get your brain checked. (sighs) So anyways, glad I got that off my chest. Uh so it is a great day to be alive, and let's talk about the flat earthers of the world, right from by special request, okay, let's look up famous flat earthers, right? Let's see who really believes in flat earthing mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, what do you guys believe? Do you believe the world is flat? Do you believe we could drive to the edge of it and we can just fall off into an abyss? Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, this is the Kyrie Irving. Right, but Kyrie Irving, right, he... He is, he admitted later on that he was, he fell down a rabbit hole and got tricked by the YouTube algorithm. And he came out and said that he doesn't believe it's flat anymore. Kyrie Irving old Uncle Drew. So we got Kyrie Irving, Bob. If you guys remember him, airplanes in the night sky, like shooting stars. He could really use a wish right now. He could really use a wish to resurrect his career. Oh, that's a noodle for you. Yeah. All right. What? But what's your career like, Austin? How's your comedy career going? Hey, shut up. No one asked you. Jesus. Um okay, so we got Kyrie Irving B O B not Simpson, but the ancient Greek author responsible for the no, he technically Jeez, I don't want to watch your stupid ad. Not Simpson. Is his name not Simpson, or are they telling me not Simpson? Okay, well, some guy that looks like, that looks like, uh, I don't know, looks like he has a painting on his face, his beard's so curly. It's very nice. Who? Oh, Geno Smith. Oh, Lord, poor Geno Smith. I've been studying this whole flat Earth versus globe thing. And I think I may be with Kyrie on this. Before you judge someone, do some homework. But what do you guys think? What homework did you do, Geno Smith? Because you realize, in order for the Earth to be flat, everyone would have to be in on it. Like pilots. Because if you fly from... The United States to to Australia, but then you also fly from New York to, you know, Europe, or New York to Asia. I mean, it's like either way you go about it, the pi- pilots would have to be in on it. It just doesn't make no sense. But, you know, that YouTube algorithm, you guys got to be careful out there. Got to be careful out there. Um, I promise this will be the last podcast with this quality. We should be getting some better quality um, next episode, right? We should be getting some better quality. Alright, what is, what did I want to talk about? We gotta start creating some momentum. How many listeners do I have left? Two? Um, how how do you count with your fingers? We went over that. Alright, what did I do this weekend? Let's start with that. I went to a home-style cooking place this Friday night. Last Friday night, and I got a country fried steak. Right, because a country fried steak or a chicken fried steak. I mean, both of them are just delicious. But not everywhere does it right. You know, Texas Roadhouse skeets you on the on the meat and on the friedness of it. Last time I got one from the Texas Roadhouse, it was just it was not fried all the way and the white gravy was ski. And if you get brown gravy I mean, I know we say we accept everyone here at the Chicken Noodle Podcast, but I mean, I just think that you should strongly consider switching to white gravy or or just, you know what or you could email me we can start doing white gravy versus brown gravy because i think white gravy is superior in all situations but maybe some of you maybe some of you have different opinions right maybe this isn't a communist podcast maybe everyone's entitled to their own opinion and maybe you should let them have their brown gravy all right i will i will I was thinking the other day that they're known it will stay on target. Then Saturday, I went, ran some errands with my lady and went to the mall. And I was looking for some Washington Redskin gear, right, because I want it. It's, I like that, you know, it's a team that, you know, buckled at the knees of the woke, and now they have a stupid-ass name like the Commanders. What are you guys commanding? Definitely not your division. Come on, Cowboy fans, I know you like that one. I know you like that one. But, I wanted some Redskins gear, right? And so I go to the mall, because I want to support a local business, Right? I'm not with big business, you know, we're not with that, so I go to the sports store, I mean, the Cape Girardeau Mall, for any of you that don't know, is absolutely atrocious, right, now, when I was growing up, and I would come down here with my grandparents, you know, when we go to the mall down here, I mean, it was, it was happening spot, business was booming, life was good, Things were happening. But now, I mean, it's so sad when you walk in there. Because, I mean, all you have are these memories of, you know, stuff that used to be in, you know, businesses that are just barely hanging on. Everywhere has got like a 70% clearance or everything in the store 70% off. You know, it's just really sad. But anyway, someone bought it, right, a couple years ago and they bought it for a couple million dollars and I don't know you know everyone was under the assumption that it was going to that it was going to change and it was going to get some life, you know, sparked back into it but the only thing that's happened is the buckle is left and I know how you people like your buckle, right? I'm a Levi man myself. You know, I think 508s is a cut that you can't you have to specially order now, because anything that's good, p- companies discontinue it, or they don't, you know, wholesale it like they used to. You know, they don't give it out to their main distributors, like Macy's, or Walmart, or Kohl's, or wherever, you know. Um, so, yeah, the buckle is gone out of the mall. They moved over by Target. Um, but yes, the mall is a a very, a very sad place. So I go into the sports store and I'm like, Hey man, do you guys have any red skin gear? And he says, do you mean like we have, yeah. He says, yes, over here. Right. Well, I, I look myself first because let's be honest, when you ask a worker, someone that works in the store, do they ever really know anything? No. They don't. Right? Like, I've been in so many Walmarts where I ask the worker if they have something and they tell me no and then five seconds later I find it. And what would a normal person do? A a, a normal person would just, you know, be happy they found the item and leave it be and leave the store. You know, buy their item and leave the store. But I take it a step further. I pick up the item and I go look for the worker that I asked, and I say hey buddy hey hey I found it and they are they instantly you know they already hated me but they instantly hate me after that right and but I don't care though they need to know if they're getting paid to know something cuz I go above and beyond at my job I go above and beyond That's just how I was raised. I'm a hard worker. And when people don't put in the same effort that I put in, I mean, I set high standards for myself, but when people don't put in like an effort that is appropriate for the job they're working, it pisses me off. Right, so I let them know. Hey, I found this over here. Hey, re- yeah, rem- I know, I know. Remember that thing we said we were looking for, and you said you couldn't find it. You said you guys didn't have any of them in stock. You might be getting some next week or whenever a truck comes in. But no one really knows where. It, when a truck comes in, that's just something you say to give everyone a wild get a get everyone on the wild goose chase. Yeah, yeah, I found it. It was over here. Right, so back to the mall. So I'm like, hey you know, I got this red, you know, I'm looking for the, I I can't find any, I see a whole bunch of commander stuff, right, but nothing with the, with the Native American on the cover, or on the shirt, and so he's like, yeah, no, um, I think I might have a beanie or something, and I'm like, buddy, it's just about to be March, you know, I don't need a beanie, right, with a little fuzzy ball on the top of it, I never know how I feel about the fuzzy ball, Right, I'm always like tempted to remove it, but then I just keep it on because whatever, you know. I don't know. I have mixed. Send me emails about the fuzzy ball on the hat. That'd be cool. That way, I need to know if it's something I need to be insecure about, <laughs> or not. That's an insecure laugh. Um. So, he goes in the back, right? Because he says he might have something in the back. And he comes out and says, oh, yeah, here, I got something. I'm like, oh, sweet. And it's a beanie. Oh, but I said I didn't want one, didn't I? Yay. Yay. He said he didn't want one, but he still brought it out. Okay, good. So he brings out this beanie. I'm like, he's like, yeah, well, it's something you would be interested in. And I'm like, maybe next winter. But honestly, no, you know. I wanted a shirt or something, so whatever, once again, you try and just go support a local business, and they help you out in no way, right, and I was like, well, I was hoping you guys still have some, you know, actual redskin gear, some shirts or something, but I didn't know if, you know, when the logo changed, if, uh, if you guys, you know, hung all of it up, or weren't allowed to sell it anymore, and he goes, oh no, Whenever that happened, we still had all of our stuff sitting out on the rack, right in front for everyone to see. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't get too big for your britches there, alright? Like, you know, don't act like, you know, you're making a statement by still selling it. Because you're not in charge around here, you're just the cashier guy. You know? But, you know, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do... So you know, then we went to Barnes and Noble. Cause I'm a reader now, right? I love to read. Reading's good. It expands your vocabulary, you know. But I like to read people's stories, or I like to read like wellness books. I don't like to read stories that aren't real. Why am I gonna Why do I want to get invested in characters that don't exist? Right? I mean, teach his own, but that's just me personally you know, if I wanted to hear about, you know, stories that don't exist, I'd go talk to Tim the Crackhead, you know, down on Sprig Street, you know, and I'd listen to him tell me about, you know, how he was over in Iraq and did, you know, well, he was an undercover rogue agent on Iraq. You guys know what I'm saying, right? I would go talk to, the crack man, and I'd like, listen to him tell me about people that don't exist, you know, but he believes it, and, I mean, maybe it'd be a compelling story, though. I tell you what, the best authors, the best storytellers, are people that are under the influence of drugs, heavily. Right, because, you can't lie, the best storyteller Is someone that's high, right? Because you know, they come up to you whenever you're trying to mind your own business, and maybe you're trying to turn a blind eye and act like you don't see them because someone on hardcore drugs, right, is uncomfortable to be around, right? So I don't blame you, right? But they'll come up to you and they'll be all like, you know. Like, hey, man, did you know that, you know, Jesus is coming back tomorrow? And you'll be like, no, I didn't know that. And they'll be like, yeah, yeah, Jesus is coming back tomorrow. He told me yesterday, he pulled up on his motorcycle, and he said, hey, man, just to let you know, you need to tell these people I'm coming back tomorrow. And I was like, really? You're coming back tomorrow, Jesus? Why aren't you coming back today? And he said, well, you know, because I have to go, I have to run over to Nevada, and i got to go collect some money over at the casinos, you know, because their rent is overdue and uh i've been letting them skate on free rent for months now right so i got to go over there and collect this money and then i got to come turn around come all the way back and that's about a 2 or 3 day drive cuz i got to stay you know i got to stay overnight in a hotel you know and then i got to meet up with this girl right i got to meet up with this girl who um you, i got to meet up with this girl right and then you know we're going to party for a day or so you know we're gonna clean party, and um, you, you know, then you're just sitting there like, "Did this guy really see Jesus? Is he really coming back tomorrow?" Because you could just see it in their, in their eye, that they're ready to, you know, they're they're they are fully, they fully believe in what they're saying, you know. Then it's like, well, how can they fully believe in what they're saying? Because they're on drugs. But I don't know, because I never got to that point. I never got to that point where I would just say something that is completely not true and tell you it's a fact. You know, so I don't know what that is. I wish I had more information for you guys, but I don't. But yeah, you know, the best storytellers are crackheads. They, you know, or they're, you know, because sometimes when you know it's fake and you just like to see them, you know, just, you know, explain why they are in the situation they're in, you know, or what crazy events, you know, how they just got hit by a car You know, they got completely ran over by a car but no broken bones. Somehow they're still walking up to you, you know, asking you to feel bad for them, right? I know about the homeless problem, right? You know, I've asked people for money before, you know? But the reason why I won't give people any money is because I know too many of those people... That take that money, and they, you know, that they either a don't need it, right? Some people, you know, in like up in St. Louis area. I know this dude in Kirkwood, right? When I used to move furniture, right, we'd stop at a Quick Trip every day before we'd go to the job, right, to get whatever drinks, you know, water, breakfast. And there'd always be a panhandler that'd be setting up shop on the corner of the interstate and the off-ramp. He'd be setting up shop about, you know, 7 a.m. when we'd be getting ready to leave. Okay, then we'd be getting off work. If we got off work at a reasonable time and we'd come down to we'd come back down to the gas station to get fuel or for whatever, and he'd be wrapping up right, so he'd come into the, he'd come into the gas station, it was like clockwork every day, you know, so I, he was up by the counter one time, or he was outside maybe, but anyways, I, he piqued my curiosity, I'd said, hey man, you know, did you have a good day today, and he's like, oh man, he's like, this was a slow day for me, and I said, yo, what's a slow day for you like, and this man whipped out. $700 for standing out there for eight hours in the middle of summer, right? $700. I said, and that's a slow day? He said, yes. Now, he's also, you know, under the influence of drugs and alcohol, right? But there's something to be said about that, right? Because he has a place... He has a room that he rents out, right? But before that, he said that he would just get a hotel every night, right? So what's that, $100 at the most? So $600 for a slow day? So baffled by that, and, you know, knowing that he's just playing people, right? He does his own manual labor stuff on the side, I said that's absolutely crazy. So you're not getting any of my money. That's all I know. Right? Then one day someone else started setting up shop around this guy's right across on the off ramp. If the the main guy, the guy that whipped out seven hundred dollars His name was John. Okay. So across from the off-ramp to the on-ramp, there's this other guy who seemed to be about the same age as him in his mid-40s. And he started setting up shop one day. So I looked at my co-worker and I said, Hey, man, that guy over there, he's encroaching on his territory. So... We didn't have, we were early on getting, you know, we were ahead of schedule, so we was like, it was like, when John shows up, he's gonna be mad, right, so we waiting there, we waiting there, I'm like, man, come on, ten more, no more than ten more minutes, he's gotta be walking up Well, I see him, here he comes in his knapsack, you know, his little sleeping bag on his back, you know, he hasn't shaved, he's gotta look the part, he's practically an actor. Right? So he walks up to the corner and he sees this other guy setting up shop with his little cardboard sign, you know, with, you know, just looking just about as unput together as John. So he sees him and we're watching from the parking lot and he yells something, right? He yells something, hey, 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 hey. So the other guy turns around and looks at him and throws his hands up. And he's like, hey, man, you can't, you know, this is my territory. And the guy's like, you ain't got no territory. We're all homeless everywhere that is under a bridge or on the concrete. That's all of our territory. And he's like, no, man, you're going to have to, you're going to have to get out of here. And the guy says, I'm not leaving anywhere. You know, I need... To make my money for the day. Right, so John says, Oh, no, you don't. He walks up to him. Now they're in each other's faces. And I'm like, Oh, shit, we've got a bum fight. The bum fights are the best fights, you know, because they have truly nothing to lose and they don't care about getting humiliated. Right? So then these two bums fought. And at the end of the day, one of them was set up at the on-ramp, and the other one was set up at the off-ramp. And that's the end of that story. So moral of the story is, if you see someone holding up a sign, asking for your money, be careful about who you give it to. Right? Because not everyone really needs it. Or not ever, you know, people, they, people in those situations have done things to get put into those situations. They've had opportunities to not be in those situations, right? They've had chance and chance to get out of that situation. So, you know, feel bad for them to an extent, but, you know, be weary about it. Don't feel too bad. Right? But who am I, though, to be saying that? I'm just talking from experience. Maybe there are really people that life has just not gone their way. You know, but can't you just work yourself out of it? You know? If you're an able body, go to, someone, go to some mom and pop shop and say, Hey, I'll work for you for however many dollars a day or I'll just take your trash out or I'll do this if you just you know either give me food or you know slowly help me become a full time worker here you know just show you that you have a work ethic and you'll get yourself out of it right because I mean if if you just put in hard work into the universe you get rewarded if you just try and be a good person, don't screw no one over, you know, keep your head above water, you know, don't let anything consume you. You know, you put good in, you receive good. But also, no good deed goes unpunished. Right? But if you just keep your head down, head down and work hard, you know, I mean, good things come. So, if you don't want to be... A bum fighting out on the streets. Show up tomorrow, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, and on Thursday, and on Friday. And you just put in some hard work, right? You look over at your office, mate, and you say, Oh, hello, Karen, or hello, Jennifer. Beautiful day for work, isn't it? And they'll say, oh, oh, you know me. I love to work on a Tuesday. And you say, oh, 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 we all know you love to work every day. But in your head, you're like, they don't work worth a fuck." We've all got those people in our life. Right? So, I <clears throat> feel like this podcast was not the greatest, but where you guys are taking the journey from me, if I have anyone that is still listening right now, I appreciate that, All right, um, next time there will be some better equipment, and I think I might have a special guest, so be on the lookout for that, I appreciate the email sir, All right, right, Uh, Maybe we'll dive into some new topics the next time. Maybe I'll pre-plan some stuff out instead of just coming up here and winging it. But I really appreciate you guys listening. Um, May 6th, Saturday. Clear your calendars. Comedy show at the VFW in Cape. When the tickets go live, I'll be sharing that on my Facebook. But me and a couple other funny friends are putting on a show. And it's going to be a really good time. So make sure you clear your calendars on May the 6th. It's a Saturday. Um, yeah. So thank you guys for listening. I'll talk to you guys next time. Don't take no shit from no one. Don't let no one outwork you. And... Don't get played by a fucking bum. Love you guys.